Hello and welcome to episode six of the Love and Movies podcast. My name is Eric. I'm Monica. And uh, I think the last time we left off talking about um, getting new jobs when we moved down to Florida. So I kind of bounced around a lot in the first couple years. Um, We talked about how I got the job at the bank. Did we? Or yes. We yeah. We talked. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because we went in there to get our account, and they just hired you on the spot. Yeah. I kind of like already forgot if we talked about it or not. That's pretty bad. Um, so yeah, I got the job there. Um, it was fun. You know, it was just I was a teller, and I worked with a really cool woman. I don't know if we talked about her yeah, before. We did, Yvette, her name was her Yvette. Kids, yeah. Um, and then about six months into the job, I would say she found out about a new bank in the area that was being built and um she got a job over there and she actually kind of brought me with her right <laughs> so I remember that we were like the mass exodus of that one bank and we went and opened a brand new branch of a brand new bank to the area and i was a teller there for quite some time eventually she moved to miami um i got a new teller managers who supervisor whatever you want to call it and uh we were quite the happy little bunch it was a a little branch there was like maybe four of us running the whole place um which is kind of an out of the way branch too i think yeah i mean it was it was in an upcoming area though it was on the corner of a couple of main roads and next to a big supermarket and everything so it was it was a growing area everything in the Everything in Florida from the time we moved there until the time we left just grew exponentially. Yeah, it, was, it changed really fast. Yeah. There. And um, <laughs> so one of my big adventures in life is <laughs> being held up in a bank robbery, people. At gunpoint. Yeah. At gunpoint. So um, at least, you know, we... we we had to assume he had one. He was pointing right. his pocket at us. So yeah, this could have been his finger in his pocket, but we don't know. You, but when somebody you know, says they have a gun, you kind of have to give them the benefit it, of the doubt. Right. Exactly. Um, so yeah, my teller supervisor and I were there that day. Um, it was probably one of the scariest things that has ever happened to me. Uh, she and I had to actually go and testify in court against this guy, which brought on a whole new slew of fears, you know, like, oh my God, this guy probably now has access to my name, my address, my information. Like right, what if he they comes after you me? When they put you up on the stand, right? Yeah, they yeah, they <clears throat> they give you, you know, name. What's state and, your name for the record and all that kind of stuff. Exactly. Yeah. So of course you're thinking, okay, so is this guy gonna retaliate is he going to come after us like what's going to happen and then of course we were so paranoid afterwards that anytime anything weird happened at the bank we immediately like locked all the doors and waited and there was one time when we were locking up at night and a car came and parked right next to my car on the driver's side right and i was like well great if i go out there and get in my car he's going to grab me. So we locked all the doors. We called the police. The police came. They talked to them. And it was the cleaning crew. <laughs> and I felt so horrible. But, well, you know. But you kind of can't be too careful at that point. Well, I mean, yeah. in the, the, the testifying in court, wasn't it like a movie 
didn't they, didn't they like, can you point to the person that you saw? Oh, yes. Yeah. So you actually had to like point to the dude sitting yeah. there in the, you and know, that's the guy who robbed me. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a little intense. It was. You know, to, it was. You know, and then the, you know, state your name, you know, I'm Monica, you know, and then point <laughs> at the man who robbed you. And then you have to like point at the guy and like, ah, that, yeah. it's just nerve wracking just thinking about it. It was scary. Um, you know, my, my, uh, supervisor, I guess, you know, I could say Lonnie, hi Lonnie, if you're listening, <laughs> um, she was the one who was right up front. So right. I was kind of standing window, behind right? her and I, I, you know, I could, I saw her, I saw the whole thing happen. I was frozen, <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was a pretty intense ordeal. Do you and remember how much money they even got away with? Not a lot. I don't, I don't even think it was like, more what, a few than a hundred bucks or something. Yeah. Probably, yeah, probably not a lot at all. We didn't keep a lot there. And the majority, you know, we kept in the safe locked away and the the drawers were always kept at minimum. I'm probably giving way too much banking information here. No, no, maybe it's good because if anybody's listening to this and thinking about robbing a bank, don't because it's not worth it. Yeah. There's there's, no money there anymore. There's minimum amounts, especially in small branches, you know. It's all in the cloud. (laughs) It's all in the cloud. (laughs) (laughs) There was no such thing as the cloud back then. (laughs) That's how old we are. So um, every once in a while, they would need help in their call center, um, which was in a different location. And I would go over and help sometimes when they they were short-staffed there. And at some point, a position came available in the call center. And I was like, I am all over that. Yes, please. No more getting stuck up at (laughs) gun. Let me go sit in an office locked up somewhere away from people (laughs) and customers and all of that. So for the most part, um, the next couple of years, I was working at the call center in the bank being yelled at every day by irate customers. (laughs) By upset customers. Um, That's always fun. Yeah. Not soul crushing at all. Not at all. uh, (laughs) It's the best. (laughs) During all this time, though, you were still working out on the island. Yep, I I kept the same job down there for about seven years, and yeah, at and first you had it was lots of fun adventures down there too. Well, yeah, it was very it was very cool at first. Like we would go out there and we would put on shows. Basically, anybody who'd come in for a conference, whether it was a whole bunch of doctors or if it was you know pharmaceutical reps, whoever was coming down there to the island to have their little powwow and talk about how to sell everything better. Um, they would come down. So we would set up all of their microphones and their projectors and screens and all that kind of stuff so they could see their PowerPoint presentations. Um, but they also did a lot of cool stuff where they would bring people in. Like they would bring in rock stars to play music yeah, like for them. These people had tons of money. out on these resorts and they'd have yeah. famous singers and groups and musicians come out and play. Right. So I remember one time when we were there, we, you know, I get there, get to work and I go up, we had this, you know, up above the conference center, we had this little hole in the wall office and I get in there and there's a couple of guitar cases. So, you know, me being me, I open them up and I just start looking at them. I'm checking them out. I figure it's, you know, one of the guys I worked with, Larry, uh, he played guitar. So I thought it was Larry's guitar. So I'm going through and I'm strumming on the guitars and I'm playing and one of the other guys comes in and he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I was just checking out your guitars, you know, or Larry's guitars. And he's like, yeah, those aren't Larry's. That's Gavin Rosdale's guitar and Ziggy Marley's guitar. <laughs> and I'm like, oh no. 
like I'm strumming away on these two famous musicians' guitars, and then which um, are probably worth so much money. Oh yeah, they were they were worth crazy amounts of money. They were old, you know, Gibson guitars, and you know it was like it was they were all worth a lot of money. So, and and I'm not worthy to have played them, but I did anyway. And um, in Gavin Rosdale's um, guitar case, he had like. 40 picks in there all of the same kind he apparently liked this pick so i grabbed one so i and i still have it so i have one of gavin rossdale's picks hopefully he never missed it hopefully he didn't go through 39 of them and was looking for that 40th one when he was out there performing that day I'm sure he has um, no idea but they they performed out on a barge um in the middle of the water and we had to set up all the lights for it and everything and it was pretty cool um and then the only other story that i have about that was a pretty funny one um they <laughs> another company brought in a you know somebody to sing for them and you know we set up her microphones and i was up on stage and i had you know for like an hour i did her sound stage tests and talked with her had conversations with her you know talked about my history she talked about a little bit about her life and we just chatted and it was whatever like they're old buddies yeah and she you just thought she was some nice random woman And she performs on stage and she's good, you know, and I didn't recognize the music. It wasn't my style of music, you know, I listened to a lot of blues and punk rock and things like that. And it just wasn't my stuff. And, um, so I came home that night and I'm talking to Monica about it and, you know, I was like, yeah, and I met this singer and she was really nice. And, you know, her name was Taylor Dane and Monica's like, I was like, what? (laughs) Yeah. You got so excited. And I'm like, should I have known who that was? I'm like, you don't know Taylor Dane? Did you grow up in the 80s or not? Oh my God, did you get her autograph for me? And I didn't, you know, because I had no idea who this lady was at all. Um, not even a little bit, but apparently she's famous. What's her What's her big song? Oh, she's got a few, but like, um, Tell It To Your Heart. Tell I It To Your Heart. Is. That's the one. Yeah. Um, and, and she did sing that. And I didn't recognize it at the time <laughs> and, at and all. And like you could have gotten us out there to see the show and stuff. And oh yeah, you could have been there and, didn't and even met think her. About it, yeah, I could. Yeah, have met, I, but I had no idea who guys, she was. Guys, I could have you, met Taylor Day. <laughs> wasn't even a big deal to me, you know. But so I was out there for a, a couple of years working, and then um, we had a big hurricane come through. Hurricane Charlie, two thousand four, I yeah, think. And like the the. Uh, the eye wall, the center of the hurricane, went right over the north tip of Captiva Island, where the resort was that I worked at. And we came out to work when we could. It was a few days later after power was restored and everything was cleaned up. It hit and all of the, southwest Florida pretty darn hard. Yeah, and the the resort was destroyed. Um, we had there was a two by four that got blown from some other building, and it came through three walls. And into our office, um, you know that's how hard the wind was blowing. It like three cinder block well, walls. Well, it was it blew a category through. four. Yeah, it was really it was so. really crazy. So the resort shut down, and um, I had to lay off everybody, um, and I was the only person left working, um, and I just had to go in once a week. You were basically um, check, like keeping up appearances for yeah, for, the, you know, for your company. To check our equipment, make sure our equipment was okay. Um, set up meetings for the resort staff, you know, because they had meetings there and they were doing cleanup and all that kind of stuff. And the resort was closed for 18 months. And I did that for 18 months and happy coincidence. Um, 
it was the same exact time that World of Warcraft was released. So <laughs> so guess what Eric got paid to do for 18 months? So I got paid to play World of Warcraft for 18 months, which was <laughs> which was a good time. That was a good gig you got it was, there. It was not a bad gig at all. And while all of that was happening, you know, Monica working at the banks and me working out there, we had been paying off all of our bills and things from what back when we were making $8 an hour and we racked up a whole bunch of bills. We um, became completely debt-free. Yep, Yay. we went completely debt-free. And we went to a little place um, in Fort Myers. It was... It was a home building company. Yeah, first that, first home builders, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which probably isn't even in they, They're in not even in business anymore, anymore after, after the, the housing the, thing down there, yeah. so... So they had this cute little compound in the middle of the town where they had built all of their model homes that they um, offered. Right. It was for almost purchase. like a little community like a little the way village. it was set up. It had like yeah. a walkway between all the houses. Yeah. It was like a little cul-de-sac of houses, basically. Right. Um, so you could go through and walk through the houses, pick out which house you wanted. You could see it. It live in person, all decorated, all the different options. And, and everything. Yeah. So we went through, we picked our house that we wanted. We did the whole financing thing. Yep. Finally got approved after we paid off all of our bills. We were so excited. And at that time, like the area was still growing. There was a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of land out there that was yeah. just unused and barren and... Some of the cheaper areas were kind of out in the sticks a bit. So we moved yeah, out of out town, um, a little further out of town, uh, made our drives into work a little longer. But, you know, we yeah, figured we're going to have our own enough. house. Why not do it? Yeah, exactly. Um, and the, the idea behind it was we would buy this house, live in it for a year, turn around and sell it for a $100,000 profit, and move back up north right which was you know it sounds this day and age out of whack but at that time it was not because it was completely you know, feasible yeah at, by the time we moved into the house with the permitting issues it had because of the hurricanes it was like a year later or and then there was a later. year when owls were burrowing in the ground right exactly so it was a little while before it was <clears> built <throat> by the time we moved into the house it was worth twice as much as we paid for it yeah. Um, and it was like, you know, it was quite a bit of profit that was already in the house. So we planned to just live in it, sit on that profit for a little while and then sell it. Anyway, we'll get to that yeah, later. That's, but, that's a later episode. Yeah. <laughs> but really watching the process of the home being built was so fun and so exciting. Like we went out, we locked, looked at a few different lots. We picked out the lot we wanted. Um, we got to watch as they clear cut everything away when they kind of laid the slab down built the foundation no yeah yeah no basements in florida <laughs> yeah too much water uh, yeah so you know from everything from building the frame to to you know putting up the drywall putting in the wiring doing every you know plumbing like we watched every step every single step and mm -hmm. we watched our ground our, our house get built from the ground up and it was awesome it was really cool yeah and we finally moved in in uh, December of 2005, I think it was. 2005, 2006. It was somewhere around there, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and then we went on to have many adventures in that house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was very interesting. I think part of the being kind of out in the boonies where 
there wasn't much out there and right. except for new construction yeah um kind of brought some weirdos out of the woodwork <laughs> we and also it was the town that it was too yeah it was a little <laughs> was, bit of a it was just they were town. just weirdos there anyway yeah but we didn't know that when we got the house out there no live and learn so mm-hmm. um one of my adventures i guess i'll do mine first and then you can do yours eric um, sure yeah do that, yours first yours is funny well, and it's so out of character for me. Anybody who knows me knows that um, I'm, I'm a pretty shy, reserved person for the right. most part. Quiet. Yeah. I don't like conflict. I don't like arguing. Right. Yeah. I don't like being loud or obnoxious. And, you know, if I can keep things civil, I do. And, you know, if you if you really get to know me, you know I'm kind of a dork and I can be funny and weird. But for the most part, pretty, pretty quiet. Um. Every morning, I'd get up for work, get ready for work, go out to the car, and there were always, always truck truckfuls of um, construction workers. Construction yeah. workers going by, going to one site or another, and just truckloads of guys just hanging out the back, hanging out the windows. And every time I'd be in my driveway, one of these trucks would go by and they would seriously all hang out of the truck and leer at me the entire time that they were driving by. Like they have never in their lives seen a woman before. (laughs) Every morning. So finally, one morning, I just, I had had it. I was sick of it. I was annoyed. I must have been having some kind of a bad morning. <laughs> I was going out to the car. I was trying to unlock the door. This was before keyless entry and stuff sure, too. Yeah. So, Or we couldn't afford it one or yeah, the other. <laughs> I'm, I'm fiddling with the key in the lock or whatever. The co- This truck full of guys drives by and starts looking at me and honking and whatever. And I just kind of like, I drop everything. I thrust my shoulders forward. I put my hands out to the sky and I'm like, what? Do something. Do something. (laughs) I don't know what possessed me because that could have gone so horribly wrong. (laughs) They never looked at me again. Yeah, that's nice. It worked. They must have spread the story like, hey, don't mess with that that, crazy That that girl down there on Jaguar, don't mess with her. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, she's nuts. She'll come at you. She's crazy. So... Yeah. So speaking of craziness down there, there was one time it was like, I don't know, eight o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. Um, like there was nobody out there that lived around us. Mm-mm. So at eight o'clock at night, one time we no hear this neighbors, knock on the no door nothing. and I'm like, what? And I can't really see outside. So I open the door and I immediately go, that was dumb. Mm-hmm. Like I should have never opened the door. You don't and open this, the door to strangers ever. Yeah. I'm an idiot. So anyway, the guy is hey man i uh my car broke down and can, can i get like five dollars for gas mind and you first of all not a gas station anywhere there isn't a gas station for within miles. 15 miles so the guy's walking if he's actually broken down which he wasn't so i was like sorry man can't help you and i close and lock the door real quick and then like five minutes later he comes back and he knocks on the door again and he starts berating me for being rude how dare you close the door in my face? That's not the kind of country we live in. You know, I'm a good person. I'm a kind person. I don't, you know, I don't deserve to be treated like this. So I, you know, open this door. I want to talk to you about this for a minute. Open this door. So I peek out the shades next to the front door because I've got the front, you know, the light on now. And the dude has a gun. <laughs> so, you know, little freaky. 
Uh, so I, you know, I, I tell I'm Monica like, to get on the on phone, the phone with, with the cops. 911. Yeah, call nine one one right now. And I, I yell out the window. I'm not opening this door. I see your gun, and I'm calling the cops. And he, uh, he left and never Thank saw God. him again. Um, but yeah, that was a little scary. We didn't really like the neighborhood much after that and, and tried to take some precautions to protect ourselves as well. We did have an alarm system and all that, but you know, still that was a little freaky. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so on that note, let's take a pause and then we can talk about a movie or two. All right, so we wanted to talk about some movie series that we like. So one of the first ones, of course, if you're telling by the title, would be the Harry Potter series. Um, one of our favorite, we, we love the books, you know, since, since they first started publishing them, we've been reading them. And, you know, it was like a four-year gap before they started putting the movies out, but they did a great job with the movies. Mm-hmm. And we just, we loved watching those and we just, we would just binge watch them, you know, when they came out on video and stuff, we'd, we'd watch them. And that was one of our favorite pastimes. It was something that we really liked to do. Yeah. Just watch movies, have some popcorn, snacks, whatever, and chill out at home, relax. Right. Yeah. We, and this started when I was a kid. Um, it was a, it was a pastime of ours. My, my mom would let us invite one friend each over. And then they would take us all, you know, the four of us, my brother, myself, and our two friends to the video store, and we could pick out like two movies each. And then we'd go home and just watch them all day long. We'd have a whole day where we just did nothing but watch movies all day long. And so we kind of carried that tradition over. And yeah, so this is kind of a, a little bit of a segue into one of the things we're going to talk on occasionally, like date ideas. Date ideas, yeah. So one of our things that we always love to do when we had time, yeah, <laughs> and maybe hopefully we'll get back to in a couple years, yeah, is um, just picking a day, whatever day you have off together, whether it's weekend, weekday, whatever, and just binge watching from the moment you get up in the morning till the moment you go to sleep at night, you have a house full of junk food, pizza, popcorn, candy, whatever it is that you want to eat that day. And you and just Tums watch. And Pepto. Yes, exactly. And you just watch a series, a favorite series for us. That's, you know, Harry Potter movies. That's Lord of the Rings movies. Um, what else? Back to the Future movies. Back to the Future. Yep. Indiana yeah, Jones, and, Ghostbusters, like any great series of movies yeah. that you love. And, and yeah, and, and the Harry Potter ones, especially, because that's like, at this point, it's a probably more than a full day with yeah. all of the movies, with the two part for the last one, you know, but we would do that. Like with Lord of the Rings, you get the extended editions, you that's watch all three extended day. editions. It's a 12 hour day of watching that, those movies. And then the, you know, the Harry Potter series is the same way. It's, it's mm -hmm. like... I don't, I don't know how many hours of, of watching sure. it is for those, but it's, you know, it's a decent amount, mm -hmm. but it's fun to just sit there. And it was, you know, one of our pastimes with the books was we would sit on the couch foot to foot under a blanket and I, I would be reading the newest book and you would be reading the book right before it. Mm -hmm. And then when we'd finish, you'd get the new book and start reading it. And it was like, you know, we would just sit there and devour these books. And then we would do the same thing with the movies. We just cover up with a blanket, junk food all around us and just watch the Harry Potter movies all day long. Mm -hmm. And that was, that was a good time. Very nice. 
Yeah, and, and the other series of movies. And it's just great. It's just a, a fun way to relax. And if you've got the movies already or if you've got a way to watch them on, you know, Hulu, Netflix, whatever, Streaming. it doesn't cost a lot of money to do that either. So it's a good, cheap, stay-in kind of date day. Right. So uh, I, yeah, think, I think, what do you think? I think that wraps it up for us this wrap time. Wrap up, yeah, for sure. All right, so we will see you guys next time. <laughs>